All right, so tonight's episode of NXT wasn't a complete disappointment. Um, I don't know what exactly I expected out of tonight's episode, but, you know, with all the rumors and speculation and reports of, you know, the the backstage uproar and, you know, seeming like everybody's not really on the same page, um, I just didn't really expect much out of this show, but it was better than I thought. Um but welcome back to the Within the Ropes podcast, uh, NXT post-show. That's right. We are the NXT post-show reviewing NXT. That's right. I got it right this time. Um, I liked NXT. It was okay. It wasn't the best episode, but it wasn't the worst. I don't know. I feel like I, we all say shit like this every week. It's like, oh, NXT was great, or NXT wasn't that good, or NXT oh, it was cool, or... I think we're so used to whenever we see something that's medio- mediocre, we 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 buff it up and make it seem like, oh, my God, it was the greatest thing ever. And then when something's bad but not that bad, we make it seem like it's the worst shit in the world as wrestling fans. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's that's what happens. That's what we do. Um, before I get into the review of this post-show, uh, the opening match was scheduled to be uh, Saray and Ember Moon, but the reports came out that Ember Moon has suffered some sort of injury. I'm not sure what kind of injury it is or you know how it happened or whatever, but uh, Dakota Kai would be her replacement tonight. So speedy recovery to um, Ember Moon, and let's hope everything is okay, and let's hope that she can get back healthy and get back in the ring as soon as possible all right well let's not waste no time let's get into nxt um nxt had a few things going on tonight uh we had the the face-off between adam cole and kyle o'reilly um like i said uh the to start off the show uh saray and dakota kai went head to head um we got more breakout tournament uh, action Odyssey Jones went up against Trey Baxter. Uh, Dragonov was was on NXT, I believe, for the first time tonight. So that was interesting. But let's not waste no more time. Let's get into it. First match: Dakota Kai, Saray. Um, Dakota Kai obviously picked up the victory in this match. It's kind of weird because I believe Saray was undefeated up to this up until this point. Um, but I mean, with no Ember Moon, I mean, when she, when she was going up against Ember Moon, um, I would assume that Saray would would have picked up the win in that match. But in this one, I mean, you can't have Dakota Kai losing ahead of her championship match with uh, Raquel Gonzalez um, next week at TakeOver 36. So tough decision, tough, tough position to be in. But they did what they had to do. Uh, we got some crazy... Uh, video packages or vignettes or whatever you want to call them of uh, the Garganos, Andy Hartwell getting ready for her date with Dexter Loomis. Index was in full effect tonight. Uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae were complaining about Indy being in love. And all of a sudden the doorbell rings and Dexter Loomis is on as at the front door with some, with some, uh, with some flowers, not saying a word. Johnny Gargano asks him what his intentions are, are with uh, Andy Hartwell. He then reads him the Riot Act 
uh, <laughs> which comes with a complete declaration that Loomis must have Hartwell back by 10 p.m. Um, Indy and Loomis leave. Gargano tells Candice that he's tracking Indy and, and, and asks her to go with go to go get the car. Basically, he's tracking him down. He's going to follow them um, on some real, you know, mom, dad, you know, daughter ish. Um, we get hit row cutting a promo in the parking lot in what looked like a box truck. Um, <laughs> they're, uh, they got a flaming trash can. Isaiah Swerve Scott says Legato del Fantasma, um, ripping out his grill last week was, was out of line and disrespectful to the culture. He then pulls out one of, uh, Santos Escobar's masks and he tosses it in the flaming trash can. Well, and I thought that was a nice touch. Uh, hit row's promos to me are getting better and better um by the week um Dragunov comes out uh he cuts a promo says he's gonna take uh his fists and make the unthinkable happen uh he says we're gonna witness chaos and rage and and an unbeatable kingdom will fall Dragunov is going to end walter's reign and become the nxt uk champion and at that point pete dunn interrupts and pete dunn tells Dragunov that he owes everything he has to him he says that uh, if he stayed in NXT UK, uh, he would have put Dragunov in his place a long time ago. Dragunov then says that he's going to beat Walter and that something done can't change and something that he never did. Dragunov then challenged Pete Dunn to a fight. Dunn accepts and promises Dragunov uh, that he won't make it to take over. So that was a nice surprise, a, a good setup, if you will. Um, we get uh, Cameron Grimes or L.A. Knight rather with Cameron Grimes um, in a match that ended fairly quickly. I, I I blinked and the match was over. I don't even remember who he went up against. That's how fast it was. Um, but after the match, uh, L.A. Knight makes Grimes wipe his forehead with a towel and then Ted DiBiase's music hits and he walks to the ring and Ted DiBiase says Grimes deserves better. And L.A. Knight says Grimes was born to be a butler and that got a a, a wild reaction from the crowd or what, 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 what's what, you know, I mean, if you call that a crowd, whatever, uh, DiBiase then tells Cameron Grimes that he believes in him. And, and, and DiBiase says, if, uh, Knight puts the million dollar championship on the line again, that Grimes will win. And LA Knight immediately says he will face Grimes one more time. But if he wins, Grimes won't be his Butler anymore. Ted DiBiase will. And so DiBiase agrees. So, at uh, TakeOver 36, we're going to get um, LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes Part 3 for the Million Dollar Championship. If Cameron Grimes loses, then Ted DiBiase is going to be the butler. I can't say that I'm super excited to see this match because we've seen it twice. Um, well, we've probably seen it more than twice. If I, can, I mean... I'm not too sure. I can't really remember all the matches that they've had. They've had quite a few, though. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I feel like it's happening too soon. I'm not sure if this is the way to go right now, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not too sure if uh, I'm just saying what I'm saying just because, I don't know, the way they, I don't know, the way it's being built, the way they put it together, it's kind of weird. I was getting... I don't know. I feel like we could have got a lot more of the of the the promos and the vignettes and the you know the Butler stuff. We didn't get enough of it. We got what two solid weeks and then that was it. Um, Gigi Dolan um, will go up against Amari Miller with uh, J.C. Jane in the corner of Dolan. 
Uh, and this match was good. I, I said on Twitter that this feels right. It's fresh, fresh faces. Um, despite all the, the chatter about NXT revamping and NXT changing. That's one thing about tonight's episode that, um, you know, was clear is that it didn't seem like much was changing, at least right now. Um, and honestly, seems like it's like, all right, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing as they should. I mean, when thing, if and when things change, if they have to, you know, let go of more talent or, you know, start changing things, whether it be the lighting or the logo or whatever, I still think that whoever they have is going to work hard and do what they got to do to to get over and continue their journeys. We got to remember, it's not just the Garganos of the world. It's not just, you know, the Champas of the world. It's not just the Adam Coles of the world. It's not just the Samoa Joes or the Carrying Crosses. A lot of talent they have, a lot of people that they still have. Um, and so I don't know. I hope I, I hope that didn't sound weird. Me saying that I'm not I'm not knocking anybody who's got released or anything. I'm just saying that they've got a shit ton more talent that I'm sure are going to be fine, and they're not going to let go of everybody. So let's just pump our brakes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Gigi Dolan picked up the win. Um, she landed a few short uh, arm elbow strikes, and then she hit an indomitable stretch slash slam roll up. I don't even know what to call it, but it was a dope move and she picked up the victory. Um we cut to a a promo and and at the restaurant Indy Hartwell orders a lot of food. Dexter Loomis is completely silent but seems to be enjoying whatever he's eating. Indy Hartwell heads uh Gargano on uh or here's Gargano on a walkie-talkie. Uh Hartwell finds Candice LeRae hiding behind a menu at another table, and then Hartwell tells Lorraine and Gargano to leave them alone. So, um, yeah, man, give her some privacy, man. She's trying to trying to have a date, trying to, you know, it's the love of her life, Dexter Loomis, you know. Um, but these are great. Uh, throughout the night, they were they were absolutely hilarious, funny, and honestly, very NXT. You know, we're so we're well, at least me. I'm used to seeing stuff like this, seeing, you know, the the vignettes and the, the stories. And I don't know. One thing I will say, though, is that Indy Hartwell and um, Candice LeRae never got their rematch for the tag team titles. And Il Shirai and Zoe Stark are just like they're not really doing anything. They're not. They don't have a match at TakeOver as of right now. They don't have a match next week. They announced a lot of matches for next week's show. And, you know, the Women's Tag Team Championship is not one of them, which is further confirmation that they really shouldn't have made these titles to begin with. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens, you know, as the weeks go on. Um, finally, we get to Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly's face-off uh, William Regal's in the ring with security. Adam Cole comes out. Kyle O'Reilly comes out, and they have words. And they ultimately come to the decision of a two out of three falls match, which easily could have been called three stages of hell. Um, the first fall being a tr- traditional wrestling match. Second fall being a street fight. And then the third fall, if necessary, uh, will be a steel cage match. Very underwhelming stipulations for this match um not that big of a deal 
Um, I hope that this is not going to be Adam Cole's last match in WWE. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, not very excited about the stipulations. Not very excited about the match in general. I know it'll be a good one, but I don't know. It just seems very, the build and everything seems much like their old one. Um, Timothy Thatcher uh, said that he wants uh, Ridge Holland first. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa seemed to be very, very upset with uh, Ridge Holland. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Um, We get our semifinals, our first semifinals NXT breakout tournament match, Odyssey Jones against Trey Baxter. And it was very, very good. Odyssey Jones is very, very quick, very, very athletic, uh, very, very fast, um, has a lot of agility. Uh, Baxter uh, got in a few strikes. Um, Odyssey Jones grabbed Baxter by the back of his tights, picked the, picked him up and then kind of just slammed him, launched him down, uh, from the air, like threw him in the air, tossed him in the air and just let him drop. Uh, Baxter hops on Jones's back for a sleeper. Jones tosses Baxter to the mat and then, uh, Trey Baxter drop kicked him into the knee and then Baxter hits a spin kick to Jones that really, that hit him right on the jaw, like dead on the jaw. If you watch the replay, it hit him dead on the jaw, which was, which was great. And Odyssey Jones took it and sold it like a fucking warrior. So kudos to him. Uh, Baxter goes up top, misses a flying, uh, looked like a, I don't know if it was a leg drop or, or neck swinging leg. I don't know what it was. Um, Odyssey Jones then hits a back suplex into a Uranagi, a very powerful Uranagi for the win. Odyssey Jones advances to the finals. So I'm excited. I'm hoping Odyssey Jones and um, Carmelo Hayes and, um, hopefully we get that. Uh, it's probably going to be Duke Hudson, but I'm, I'm hoping for Carmelo Hayes. Uh, we get a backstage segment with McKenzie, uh, sees Kushida and Malcolm Bivens leaving Regal's office. Regal then announces that MSK will defend the tag team titles against Imperium next week. And then due to Bivens convincing arguments, uh, and Kushida, and Kushida's willingness to take, uh, on the challenge, Kushida's going to defend the cruiserweight championship against Roderick Strong. So that's good news. That's what they're calling next week. Title Tuesday. So I don't know. We'll see. Look, like I said, it looks like, you know, they're back to regular scheduled program. They're not tripping off of the rumblings and the rumors and all of that. They're not, they're not worried about all that stuff. Uh, Boa was in action against Drake Maverick. Um, Mia Ying had spit out mist in Drake Maverick's face and he somehow find was able to find his way back into the ring. Boa landed a buzzsaw kick for the win. Boa picks up the victory. Where is Siley? I know she was backstage, and I believe she had a dark match on Raw, but why wasn't she um, on NXT tonight? It's kind of weird. We get back to the restaurant, though. Johnny Gargano's dressed up as a waiter. Indy Hartwell sees right through Gargano's attempt uh, to kind of trick them and make it seem like he was a waiter. He brought them cake. Gargano and Hartwell start to fight over the cake as uh, Johnny Gargano tries to take it back. He's upset. He's like, well, f- fine. You guys don't get this cake. Gargano accidentally hits Dexter Loomis in the face with the cake. Uh, Gargano tells Indy that he'll see her at home, and Gargano runs off. Dexter Loomis has cake all over the side of his face, and Indy Hartwell reminds Dexter that she always has room for dessert, and she covers the camera as she leans in for a kiss after uh, taking her finger and grabbing some of that cake off his face first. So like I said, this was a fun 
you know, throughout the night, uh, little segments that they had. Reminds me of shit that WWE used to do all the time, but they don't really do much of it anymore. And to be quite honest, I think it's just the lack of talent. They have talent. They have a lot of wrestlers, but they don't have a lot of entertainers, if that makes any sense. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, the main event, Dragunov against Pete Dunne in a banger. Um, very stiff match. Um, at one point, uh, I mean, they were doing everything. They were putting each other in triangles, power bombs, submissions, uh, stiff strikes. Um, Dragunov dropped a, a stiff elbow on Pete Dunne's face. Uh, Pete Dunne kicked out after a pin attempt. Uh, Dunne then stomps on Dragunov's hands and Dragunov tries a tiger, a tiger, uh, I don't know what the hell it's called, tiger something, but his hands gives his hands give out um, after a series of reversals. Dragunov then hits a senton. Dragunov calls for his finish, but then Walter starts to walk down to the ring, um, and in confusion, uh, Dragunov was distracted. Uh, it seemed it seemed like he had gained, you know, I guess his, I don't know, his concentration, but. Pete Dunn was able to hit the bitter end for the win. Pete Dunn wins, and I know a lot of people don't like this. The fact that Dragunov would lose this match heading into the NXT UK Championship match, but if we all know, and I think we could all agree that he's going to win the title, if he's going to be the one to beat Walter, does it really matter? Does it really matter? I don't think it does. I don't think it matters if he lost tonight. Or not, and honestly, I, it's I don't know. It's almost like I don't know. Like you can almost it's almost typical, or what's what's the word? It's almost uh, like you knew it was coming if Dragunov were to win here. I don't know. It's a bit of a surprise. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, but Pete Dunn's not doing anything, anyways. Why would he pick up pick up the win?" But Listen, you know, Walter's about those mind games. He came out to intentionally cause distraction. And, 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 and at the end of the day, really, it's not like this was a, a match uh, to see who would go up against Walter for the championship or anything like that. Uh, Dragunov has already proved himself and shown that he deserves this championship opportunity. Um, he obviously deserves, shown that he deserves the championship altogether. So. Him losing to Pete Dunn does nothing bad for him. It was a bad. It was a bad moment. He took his he took his focus off Pete Dunn for one second, obviously because he has so much like hatred for Walter. Y'all see if y'all watch NXT UK, which I'm pretty sure the vast majority of people who watch NXT don't. Um, you know he told he told Walter he hates him. He said I hate you. He hates Walter's guts. He really wants to beat him, and he really wants to take the NXT UK title. So I'm not surprised at the ending of this match. Uh, but at the end, Walter attacked Dragunov, but Dragunov manages to hit a running headbutt, which sent Walter flying out of the ring. Dragunov picks up the NXT UK championship and stares at it. And the NXT, champ- NXT UK title looked very, very shiny, by the way. Very, very beautiful title. Um, he looks at it. Walter on the outside holding his head, um, and then NXT goes off the air, and that was pretty much it. That was the show. Um, not much to talk about after that. I think NXT is fine. If I can give my assessment, I think, you know, 
a good, I don't know, seven, seven out of ten, four out of five, maybe three and a half out of five, something like that. I don't know, man. It was a decent episode of NXT. Um, better than I expected. I don't know if the ratings are going to show that, but I don't, like I said, I've said before, I don't really care about the ratings. It is what it is. Um, next week's show looks to be a, a, a very, very stacked title match. Uh, what do they call it? Title match Tuesday. Um, and then takeover. 36 is stacked. Cross and Samoa Joe. They had a little, you know, a hype hype video package for that tonight. Adam Cole, Riley 3, Grimes and Knight 3, Dragon Elvin Walter, Dakota Kai, and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. So, I mean, if you ask me, it's, this doesn't look like or seem like a brand that is dying. It just seems like a brand that's going through some changes. And, but they're still, you know, all in all, they're still... Staying focused, tunnel vision. They're doing what you know, what they know, doing what they want, which is what they should have done from the get go, and not jump to the USA Network um, and tried to beat um, AEW. And I don't I honestly don't know whose call that was, whether it was Vince's or Triple H's or whoever. But we'll see. Um, but that's it. That's the end of the post show, the review of NXT. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening. Very, very short. That's right. Yeah, I want to keep these short. Flagship show. I got a new I got a new podcast uh that drops every Sunday. Well, it's not a new podcast, just a new show. You know, new show, flagship show. Drops every Sunday. I'm just gonna be talking about all the latest news and hot topics in the in the wrestling world. Um maybe even do some predictions depending on, you know what pay-per-view or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. I'll have guests as well. I'm going to try to have some guests. I'm going to try not to do each and every one of these by myself, but we'll see. Um, make sure you guys uh, follow me at Brian Tronic on Twitter and, and uh, on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> follow the show at Within the Ropes on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, WithinTheRopesPodcast.com. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Everything is there. Every episode, all the platforms, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, Facebook.com slash Within the Ropes Podcast. Go to all of it. Follow all of it. Subscribe to all of it. Um, and like I said, stay tuned. Uh, another flagship, epi- flagship episode. Holy fucking shit. What is wrong with me? Um, another flagship episode dropping on Sunday. Um, and then tomorrow we got AEW Dynamite. So I will be back with another uh post show for AEW Dynamite. So stay tuned. Um, Charlotte is still better than Kenny Omega. I don't care what anybody says. Um, she's still better, she's best women's wrestler, uh, arguably the best wrestler in the world. I don't care what anybody says. Um, everybody have a good night and you know, stay safe and mask up and, you know, be smart. Okay. Get vaxxed and all that. Good night, wrestling fans.